the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Healing Word Program is a ministry of the Largo Community Church, where Christ is honored and people are loved. You're invited to join us in worship this Sunday morning at either 9 o'clock or 11 o'clock. Visit LargoCC.org. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. Look to Him and His understanding. He always has you before Him. Right now, you're right on the palm of His hands, and He's looking right at you. He knows what's going on. Welcome to The Healing Word. This is a ministry of the Largo Community Church. On today's program, Pastor Morris is going to continue the study of God's love for us and how that love is so strong and unbreakable and demonstrated by the fact that you and I are engraved on His hand. I have engraved you, says God, on the palm of my hands. Point A on your screen. Go ahead and read that part with me again. I have engraved you on the palm of my hands. Now, two weeks ago, we had service. Last week, we didn't have service. But two weeks ago, this is the verse that I took us to. And uh, the Holy Spirit helped me minister the word of God, helped you to receive. And I'm coming back to it today because I have nowhere else to go. I, I thought I would have a different message. And it, it's not going to be exactly the same as it was two weeks ago. But when I read the scripture and looked at the commentaries and prayed that God would give me a message, I felt blocked. I, that doesn't happen very often. But there have been times that I have started a sermon and writing down notes and it just, everything just went dull, went flat. And I threw the notes away into the trash can. And because God had something else. And when I waited on the Lord, opened my heart and mind, the truth came through, and I was able to develop and preach a message from the Lord. Well, something very similar happened. I was trying to get another message. And I just couldn't do it. It just wouldn't go. And I began to wait on the Lord. And the Lord put that message back on my heart. I have engraved you on the palm of my hands. Now, it may be that there were people who had to work last Sunday, two Sundays ago, and they didn't hear the message at all. Some may have been away and visiting with friends, and it wasn't convenient to get the computer going and do any streaming. But I believe this is why the Lord brought me back to this verse and brought all of us back to this verse. I believe it was because we heard, but we weren't listening. We heard. You know, there's a big difference between hearing and listening. 
we heard, but we weren't listening. And we need to look at it again. Just like we heard the old rugged cross, how many times have we heard it? But this morning it was fresh and new. And I believe God's going to speak something fresh and new to each of us today from this passage of Scripture. When Eli was an old man living in the temple, there was a young man living in the temple also. The young man's name was Samuel. We have First and Second Samuel in the Old Testament. And it was Samuel who anointed Saul to be the first king of Israel. But at this time that I'm referring to, Samuel was just a, a young man, maybe still a boy growing up. Eli went to bed in his room and in the temple. And there was another room in the temple for Samuel. And this particular night... God was speaking to Samuel. Samuel was hearing, but he wasn't listening. He thought he heard Eli call him. Samuel, Samuel. And so Samuel jumped out of bed, ran into Eli's room, and said, Here am I. Eli said, I didn't call you. Go back to bed. Again it happened. Samuel, Samuel. He jumped out of bed, ran in the room. Here I am. Eli Eli said, I did not call you. Go back to bed. The third time it happened, Eli spoke to Samuel and he said, the next time you hear that voice, say, here am I, Lord. I'm listening. I pray that's my prayer and your prayer this morning. That we're saying, Lord, here am I. I'm listening. Listening is the most important part of any conversation. And a counselor or therapist will tell you that listening is the most important part of counseling. Listening. We hear, but we're not listening. There's such a a difference. And I believe that many of us heard the message two weeks ago, but we didn't have our name attached to that message. We were not saying, Lord, here am I. I'm your servant. I'm listening. But I pray we're saying that to God today in prayer. Here am I, Lord. I'm listening. Now, this message today, as it was two weeks ago, it's for those who feel lost, empty, sad, broken, forsaken, disappointed. Whatever it is that's putting you down today, your God, your heavenly Abba, Father, is going to minister and lift you up. The circumstances may not change, and they may change, but you're going to change because you've heard God's holy word, and he's calling to you. And I pray in the name of Jesus that you will listen with your heart today and know how much you are loved by God and how much God cares for you. You are written on the palm of his hands. You are ever in his sight. He knows exactly what you know, what you've heard, what you have experienced. God couldn't have said it any plainer than that. In all the wisdom of the God of the creation of the universe, even God couldn't make it any plainer than that. He, he, he tried, but so often we don't listen because there's so many other things that are crashing in on our thinking and our mind. But today we're listening. Now notice 
I have engraved you on the palm of my hands. There's a word that's missing there. What is that word? Go ahead, put behold. I have engraved you on the palm of my hands means nothing unless you behold, unless you gaze upon, unless you ruminate. Just look at those words. I have engraved you on the palm of my hands. Stare at it. Read it out loud. Take it home. Read it again. Look at it like you were looking at the Grand Canyon or Niagara Falls. You gaze upon it until you are just overcome. What is God saying? God is saying, you are ever before me. You are never out of my thoughts. Hands in the Bible speaks of activity. And God is saying, I don't have one activity that I'm engaged in that I don't have you in mind when I'm doing that activity. Most of us don't realize, we really don't, how much God loves us and how much we are in his thoughts and in his thinking. I have engaged, graved you on the palm of my hands. Look at it, stare at it, even in silence, until you marvel that who am I that God would have me before him all the time and he won't do anything or no activity without doing it and how it's going to affect me. What a God. What a God. This is strong language I have engaged. When I'm looking this way, there's a a monitor back there that I'm looking at and reading. I have engraved you on the palm of my hands. that's, That's just about as strong as God can say. I care for you and I have you in mind all the time, 24-7. You are the precious thing to God. You really are the precious thing to God. We will return to today's message following an invitation for you to attend the Largo Community Church in person. This coming Sunday morning, we have returned to a live service in the church sanctuary starting at 9 o'clock and God's blessing as never before through music, fellowship, prayer, and the preaching of God's Word by Pastor Jack Morris. The Church of Friendship and Joy, where Christ is honored and people are loved, welcomes you this Sunday morning at 9 o'clock. Now, let's return for the conclusion of the message for today. Decisions can be very difficult, very hard, some of them. Some decisions are very small short-lived. And we make decisions all day long. We're making decisions all the time, making decisions. But making a decision can be a lonely place, a very lonely place. Sometimes it comes right down to nobody can enter into that decision-making but you. We sometimes go to our friends and we ask for their thoughts. What do you think about this? We want some insight. Maybe they can cover a blind spot. Or we go to a person that is knowledgeable in a particular area and we ask them. But sometimes it comes right down to it that only you can make that decision. And that can be a very lonely place. 
I want to tell you about a decision that was made this week by my cousin's wife. I told you about my two cousins, Ronnie, Reverend Ronnie Stanley and uh, Reverend Blaine McVicker. Blaine McVicker is still in that situation that he, he was in. He can't move. He can't talk. He's just completely 66 years old. Uh, very sad, very sad situation. And when his wife goes in to see him, she'll put the phone by his ear and I'll pray for him and I'll talk to him and I'll read the scripture to him. We first started doing that when I read the Christmas story to him right around Christmas time. But Ronnie, Ronnie lives in Pennsylvania, been a pastor all his adult life, most of his adult life, good pastor. He has two sons that are living. He has a an adult son that died as an adult and a daughter died when she was in her 40s. He had four children. He still has two, two sons. One son is a pastor of a church of the Church of God in Chicoteek, Maryland, a beautiful church, a very fine congregation. He married a girl from Chicoteek. They're pastoring there together. The other son lives in the same town that Ronnie and Phyllis Phyllis being Ronnie's wife, lives in, and he's a manager of a new car garage. Well, Ronnie caught the COVID, the corona vaccine, vaccine, uh, what is it? That's it. Thanks. (laughs) I need all the help I can get up here. Well, he caught that. He had a stroke several years ago, very crippled, and he caught it, and uh, he's been in the hospital. Uh, He refuses to go on the ventilator. They finally moved him over to the uh, nursing home, and then they had to move him back, yesterday or the day before. And Phyllis called me, and she said, Ronnie kept saying, He can't hardly talk. But they could understand. He kept saying, Jack, Jack. And Phyllis says, what do you want with Jack? Can't talk. That's all I can say. Jack. So I asked, I said, can you take a cell phone, put it to his ear. I want to talk to him. Pray with him. And it worked out that finally they got around to it and they got that phone to his ear. And I talked to him. Talk to him about heaven. Talk to him about life here. About whatever God's will is for him. Ronnie, you're a great pastor. You did a great work. You blessed many people. That the Lord may want to take you to heaven. But whatever he wants, I know you're ready. Talk to him words similar to that. And uh, Phyllis then told me, she said, uh, I haven't seen roots. All this has been over the telephone. She said that uh, the doctors called the, the family in, Phyllis and her two sons. And, and then uh, told them the condition that Ronnie is in. And then the doctor left and Phyllis and her two sons had a conference. And as they talked and looked at and considered their options... She said, finally, my two boys turned to me and said, Mom, 
the final decision is yours to make. And Phyllis, she's living alone uh, in a high-rise up in Pennsylvania now, all by herself. Her son calls and from Chincoteague. The other son comes over to see her, gets groceries for her. She said, I'm alone with a decision regarding the future life of my husband. Alone. Friend, you're going to have come to a place, possibly, you may be there now, that you have a decision to make. And the only way you're going to make the right decision is to make it on your knees. Because no one is going to be there to help you. Oh, we're going to pray for you. We're going to talk to you. We're going to make suggestions. We're going to offer options. We're going to do everything we can. But decision making can be a very lonely place. Life can be very lonely. But if you know this, that you are written on the palm of God's hands. That he knows that decision. He knows exactly where you are. And when you pray, my Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. When you know you have a Father in heaven who is with you now by the power of the Holy Spirit, you're going to make right decisions no matter how hard they are. Well, that's the first D. The second D is disappointment. And disappointments come. We all have disappointments. I learned of a man who was in love with this young lady years and years ago. I think, he, I think he's gone. I think he's in heaven now. So in love, and she married somebody else, and he never fell in love with anybody else, and he never married. It was a lifelong disappointment. A disappointment can cast a long shadow, but God will bring you through like he brought that gentleman through and helped him. Disappointments can leave you with bitterness if you don't make the right one, the right one being the one that God helps you to make the decision. That disappointment can leave you being very bitter. Friend, remember this. Whether it's a decision that you're alone making and it's all together on your shoulders to make it. Or it's a great disappointment. Remember, behold, I have you written on the palm of my hands. But before I go to the third big D, I want to say this. Disappointments are not always bad. They may seem bad at the moment, but disappointments can be God's appointment. Remember this, Romans 8, 28, all things work together for good. And God may close one door, but he'll open another. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. Look to him and his understanding. He always has you before him. Right now, you're right on the palm of his hands, and he's looking right at you. He knows what's going on. But divorce, and there's been so many. Sometimes divorce can be a heavy, heavier burden to bear than death. It can be a very lonely place. But marriage being the very sacred relationship 
that God has put between a man and a woman. It's sacred, and it cannot be dissolved whether the person, persons are Christians or whether they're not Christians. It's a holy institution. Marriage is the very first human institution. Marriage is older than the church. It came in the Garden of Eden when God alone was the minister and pronounced Adam and Eve husband and wife. That's an old institution. You can't dissolve an old institution that God ordained without there being pain. There's a lot of pain. But, although I, I don't condone divorce, but sometimes it's necessary, I suppose. But often, out of a divorce, one or the other becomes stronger and a better person. Sometimes it has to happen, I guess. But remember this. Life goes on. God will strengthen you, help you, bless you, and make you the person he wants you to be. Don't give up. Life is not over. Even though there's a lot of pain. But the last big D is death. Remember, in all of that, those four... You're on the palm engraved in God's hands. I've buried a lot of parishioners through the years. I have stood by the grave. and It's been sad. You know, you, you never get used to it. It's, it's, it's a sad, sad thing. It never was intended to be. God meant for us to live forever. And those in who are in Christ will live after this life and live on forever. But I've stood there when the children have had to bury their mother and, or their father. Sad. Very sad indeed. Sorrow is never routine. Never. I have stood there with parents who had to bury their little baby even before the baby was a year old. The saddest of situations. There's so much sadness in life. It seems like we go from one sadness to another sadness. What do you do if you don't know how to pray and you don't know where your name is written on the palm of his hands? But I guess I think maybe the saddest of the last D, death, would be when I bury a spouse or a spouse buries their spouse. A husband buries a wife or a wife buries a husband. Stand there, going home now to that empty house. That couple that have lived together, lived together in joy for years. And they have completed each other's life. I hope I've completed Corinne's life. I hope she's completed my life and the joy. But friend, that we've got to know who we are. And where our names are written. Yes, God brought me back to this scripture for you and me. We are engraved on the palm of his hands. Take your Bible home. Kneel by your bed. Put the Bible on the bed and look at that scripture and read it over and over. And then begin to give thanks to God. There will come a lift, a resurrection lift to your spirit. You will know whether you're in a time of decision, disappointment, divorce, death, or whatever, that God is with you and he loves you. 
If you've been encouraged and blessed by today's message, I invite you to reach out by sending an email to contact us at thehealingwordministries.org and share your blessing with us. Again, email us at contact us at thehealingwordministries.org. Before we go, here is Pastor Jack Morris with a special invitation. I want to thank you for listening to The Healing Word. I pray deeply that you are finding healing through God's Word emotionally, mentally, physically. You can be part of the Healing Word ministry by praying and giving financially. Others need to hear God's Word and receive God's healing touch, and you can be God's instrument in reaching out to them by supporting the Healing Word with your prayers and financial gifts. Friend, I need your help. I truly thank you and bless you in the name of Jesus for your prayers and financial support. Go to Largo Community Church website, largocc.org. That's L-A-R-G-O-C-C.org for the mailing address and to learn more about the Healing Word Ministries. I'm Pastor Jack Morris. The Healing Word is a ministry of the Largo Community Church and exists to grow your faith in God and lead you to a closer walk with Jesus. You can make your tax-deductible donation in a matter of minutes by visiting our website, largocc.org. Click on The Healing Word and follow the Donations tab to complete your support of this vital ministry. You can also mail a check made out to The Healing Word to 1701 Enterprise Road in Bowie, Maryland, 20721. Be sure to tune in tomorrow at this same time for another edition of The Healing Word. Until tomorrow, blessings on you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.